Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Impact Play, impacting more than just gaming. We are your weekly source for the latest news, updates, discussions, and at times have debates that branches out beyond than just gaming. We are amplifying voices from a multitude of backgrounds, creators, artists, game developers, writers, business leaders, and more. You can be a part of the live show experience over at twitch.tv backslash the impact play and by clicking on the notification bell so you will be notified when we do go live or later on YouTube or even on your favorite podcast platform. You simply search for the impact play. I am Yishu Muhammad, otherwise known as It's Yaku. This is episode 90. On this latest episode of the Inbound Play, we discuss Sony is going bananas, quite literally. Elder Ring, the Elder Ring leaks, and even more confirmation regarding the Switch Pro. Epic Games has acquired the studio behind Fall Guys and the top news stories in gaming. Welcome to our very first segment of the show where we discuss what, where we discuss what we have been playing, what we have been enjoying, what we're looking forward to, and simply anything goes, even if it doesn't directly revolve around the video games. So, starting off, if you guys have been, have been watching the stream, I've been playing a good amount of the Outriders demo. So far, so good. Uh, if you guys want to look at my in, uh, want to know my in-depth look or hands-on of the of the demo simply go to youtube.com backslash impact play by watching my my live playthrough so everything is there i was playing on the xbox console originally i was playing on pc but it was such a horrendous experience for the stream and it was a bad experience uh, kind of a bad experience for myself as well playing on keyboard and mouse but in order to get a um to just look at my my viewpoint, I guess you could say, is simply go to our YouTube channel. I haven't uh, been playing Apex Legends for a minute. I have to get. I honestly have to get back to it. Apex Legends. I do want to get back to Animal Crossing New Horizons with the Mario update. So that's essentially it. I am looking forward to Zack Snyder's The Justice League. Let's see how that pans out. Hopefully, it'll pan out for the best. And yeah, if you guys are looking forward to the Ulster game, I'm actually looking forward to it as well. So, I guess we'll go on to the gaming side of things. Let's see, what do we have lined up for this week's episode? Here's an article coming from Games Radar. A new PlayStation patent appears to to detail a literal banana as a PS5 controller. As first noticed by GamesIndustry.biz, Sony has recently filed a patent for a new controller device. What's weird about this controller is that it looks exactly like a banana. It would be desirable if a user can use an inexpensive, simple, and non-electronic device as a video game peripheral description with the original patent filing reads. The present, the present uh, the disclosure seeks to address or at least uh, alleviate some of the above identified problem. Problem. Furthermore, Sony's solution to this 
problem is a non-luminous passive object being held by a user and could be anything like a pen, orange pencil, or even a banana. The patent filing by Sony is pretty, lo pretty loose and only re references an item like a banana as something that could theoretically be used as a simple controller. Right now, there isn't too much evidence to suggest that this patent will actually take shape or form an individual in eventual Sony PlayStation product that we can certainly hope to one day be playing PlayStation games with a banana. Makimal, anyone? So let me show you the what I'm referring to. Okay, close this. Let me, let me show this. Where is it window thingy? Video capture. Let's open. Let's open social. Nope. Where are you? I think that's the best bet. And then I'll do it this way with the capture. There we go. That's the banana pattern, folks. As you can see. <laughs> It's like super weird and like super different as well. Oh, only time will tell if the if uh <laughs> if Sony will actually if this patent will actually bear any fruit, literally. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Okay, moving forward. Sony PlayStation Store will end movie TV show purchases and rentals. And this is coming from Variety. Sony's PlayStation Group is throwing in the towel on its digital movie and TV transactional VOD business. As of August 31st, 2021, the PlayStation Store will stop offering movie and TV show purchases and rentals. Sony says it is exiting the transactional VOD business after more than a decade because it seems more PlayStation users adopting free and subscription streaming video services. At SIE, Sony Interactive Entertainment, we strive to provide the best entertainment experience for PlayStation fans. That means evolving our offerings as, as customer needs change. Vanessa Lee, Sony Interactive Entertainment's head of video business, writes in a blog post. We've seen tremendous growth from PlayStation fans using subscription-based and ad-based entertainment streaming services on our consoles. Sony is shutting, its, shutting down its digital video store after double-digit growth in the sector in 2020 amid the pandemic. In the U.S., Sony last year electronic, uh, electronic sell-through sales rose 16% to $33 billion and vital rentals were up 18% to $2.3 billion according to trade group DEG, the Digital Entertainment Group. But it's a crowded space. Rivals including M Apple's iTunes, Amazon Video, Comcast owns Old Fandango and Voodoo, Google Play, Roku, Sony evidently concluded that incrementally TVOD revenue generated via the PlayStation Store would be worth, wouldn't be worth the ongoing investment to re re required to keep it going. Of course, because everyone's doing live streaming services, so barely anyone's buying or even renting uh, movies or even TV shows, so this isn't a surprising move. All right. Now, let's see what we have here. Here's an article coming from Bloomberg. Sony, I'm sorry, uh, Sony was stuck in my head. Nintendo Co. plans to unveil a model of its Switch gaming 
console equipped with a bigger Samsung OLED display this year. Hoping the larger touchscreen can prop up demand in time for the holidays, people familiar with the plan said. Samsung Display Co. will start mass production of 7-inch 720 pixel resolution OLED panels as early as June, with an initial monthly target of just under a million units, said the people who ask not to be identified, discussing internal matters. Internal matters. The displays are slated for shipment to these assemblers around July. The people said representatives for Nintendo and Samsung Display, of course, declined the comment. Okay. And here's what Bloomberg Intelligence says. The release of a more premium version of Nintendo Switch's console with an OLED display and support for 4K graphics for the holiday 2021 selling season could drive the company's sales above consensus for the fiscal year ending March 2022 and extend the life cycle of the Switch platforms for many more years. So yeah, that's essentially it. I think what I'm looking forward to is like more power in a switch hand, um, handheld device. People are speculating that it could be a non-portable device. It could be like a strictly a console with uh, without with Nintendo ditching the hybrid model. But like I, like I always say, time will tell. Take these with a grain of salt, and just wait on an official. Announcements from actual official sources instead of speculations. But most likely, we will be seeing a new Switch model sometime unveiled sometime this year. Speaking of Nintendo, Niantic demonstrated a proof of concept at Microsoft Ignite, showing that what Microsoft Mesh could do with Pokemon Go. This was written on Slash Gear. Microsoft Mesh is a new platform built on Azure and allows developers to connect users with a wide variety of devices and technologies, including VR, AR, PCs, smartphones, tablets, and mixed in even mixed reality headsets. As Pokemon Go is a quintessential shared gaming experience, it seemed only natural to see Niantic appear when Microsoft made their first push for Mesh. The actual Mesh enabled Pokemon Go is a long, is a long way course. Microsoft and Niantic made it especially clear today that they do not have a consumer product ready, and that the demo they showed is not a representation of the game as it may not even exist in the future. What's clear is the speed of which the systems work and the limitations therein. It'll be a while before we're able to work with Pokemon Go with any sort of full-fledged game-ready action. For now, it looks like it's a bit more of an extension of the buddy system and the already active shared augmented reality photo system in the game, which is very neat. Johnny, John Hankey, CEO and founder of Niantic, suggests that Microsoft Mesh will al- allows users hey, a whole new way of allowing Niantic to achieve the goals that are set for their games. Their mission is to create technologies that allow people to socialize and explore the world together. So, yeah. Wow. All right.
And he hears even... Wait, what the heck is this? Oh, forgot about it. I forgot to talk about this before. So we'll talk about this afterwards. After this next one. So Microsoft Mesh has multi-device support. And it's coming from Microsoft's blog or tech community blog thingy. Immersive presence. So essentially what I saw in a video that I watched previously, and I tried to find that video before I couldn't, I was unable to locate it, but essentially is everyone has their, what's the device called? The HoloLens 2 on? Because the HoloLens 2 is a mixed reality headset. It isn't just solely VR. And it's something small and simply leave on your head. Uh, essentially is like, I'm sure you've seen movies with holograms and, you know, people at something meeting as holograms. And the most notable one was actually Star Wars, where everyone was like a hologram together in a meeting with physical and virtual presences. This is, this is uh, where this is headed. Double, the demo showed like uh, virtual, re, um, virtual, uh, what's that word? Avatars in a space. Everyone's able to move around and so on. So I'm pretty sure this is a long way. This has a long way to go, but we are getting to that level where we'll have a true VR AR experience. And I've said this before. VR has a long way to go. And with this, with mixed reality, it is the next step up. All right, we'll go back to this Pokemon Go news. Uh, it's one from the Nintendo Wire. Fresh off the heels of, of this past week's Post uh, Malone's Pokemon concert, the Pokemon Company has announced that a full anniversary album is in their works featuring a number of artists collaborating to create one gigantic musical Pokemon excuse me, celebration. The project titled Pokemon 25 The Album will feature the musical talents of Katy Perry, Jay Balvin, Post Malone, and many more. The collaboration is part of the Pokemon Go's year-long P25 music program in which the company will be partnering with Universal Music Group to release new songs and events inspired by the Pocket Monsters throughout 2021. That's essentially it. So, moving forward. Here is an article coming from IGN. According to reports online, some players are experiencing unresponsive buttons under Xbox Series X. X and S controllers, and Microsoft is already looking to fix that this issue. As reporting by sites like PC Gamer, some players have experienced an issue where pressing a button on the Xbox controller were not to result in an action. The issue appears to affect players using the Xbox controller on both consoles and PC, apparently. Microsoft issued a statement to IGN saying it is investigating the issue and working on a fix. And here's the full response from Microsoft. At Microsoft, we put all our products to rigorous quality assurance testing, and we are committed to providing customers with an unparalleled gaming experience. We are aware some players may be experiencing unresponsive, unresponsiveness with their new Xbox wireless controllers, and our teams are actively working on a solution. That's essentially it. Moving on. Another one coming from IGN. Epic Games has officially acquired Tonic Games Group, the developer company behind Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout. Epic shared the news was all, while also confirming your, your gameplay isn't changing. Epic will continue to invest in making the game a great experience for players across platforms. 
Furthermore, Epic said your favorite colorful beans will stumble through the chaos on PC, PlayStation, and soon Nintendo Switch and Xbox. Media Tonica also announced the news with the FAQ. It's set to announce answer some of the biggest questions. Alongside revamping that the Fall Guys team has already grown from 35 to 150. Wow. Media Tonic promised that your gameplay isn't changing. Da, 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 da. So that's essentially it. Alright, next. The uh, game is industry.biz reports. The UK's Competition and Markets Authority started an investigation into Apple's alleged anti-competitive behavior. That the investigation was started after several developer reports that Apple's terms and conditions are unfair and could break competition law, the CMA said. The investigation will particularly be looking into the fact that Apple is preventing third-party developers from using their own payment system, which has triggered ongoing disputes with Epic Games. Other aspects under scrutiny will include the infamous commission that Apple takes on transactions on the App Store, which can take up to 30%. Andrea Cancelli, chief executive of the CMA, commented, Millions of us use apps every day to check the weather, play a game, or order a takeaway. So, complaints that Apple is using its market position to set terms which are unfair are... or may restrict competition and choice, potentially causing problems to lose out when buying and using apps, warrant careful scrutiny. Our ongoing examination into digital markets has already uncovered some worrying trends. We know that businesses as well as consumers may suffer real harm if anti-competitive practices by big tech go unchecked. That's why we're pressing on with setting up the new digital markets unit and launching a new investigations whether we have grounds to do so. And of course, I said this before. I use both Apple and Android devices. And by using Apple as my primary go-to device, I can tell you firsthand that Apple's business practices needs to be reworked and to coincide with modern-day technologies, business practices, and just nor things essentially okay next let's see what we have here another one coming from gamesindustry.biz electronic arts is pausing need for speed development as it moves criterion over to help ea dice finish the fall's upcoming battlefield game laura mills ea's chief studio officer told polygon that the next need for speed game will will be postponed for a year and that will, that with current working conditions due to the COVID nineteen pandemic and the recent acquisition of Codemasters, reassigning creation. Crea- I'm sorry, I literally just said it. Now I can't read it for some reason. Criterion was a rational call. EA confirmed at, in a statement that Criterion's Need for Speed is now targeting fiscal year 2023. The Codemasters' next racing game. Arriving in fiscal 2022. But that's essentially it. We don't have to keep reading on on this article. Zygna has acquired, has announced it has acquired Torchlight 3 developer Etch Drug Games. In terms of the deal was not disclosed. So apparently it looks like Zygna is not done acquiring, acquiring studios. 
is it gonna has been in like the news cycle literally and it's starting in february the end of february it's been acquiring studios left and right So, Zigna, wow, <laughs> a story that you haven't heard since since people have been playing games on Facebook has been making their rounds as of late. All right, the ESA is putting $1 million towards a multi-year initiative to support the education efforts of Black Girls Code, coming from GamesIndustry.biz. Throughout the ESA Foundation, the initiative will support educational and mentoring programs for girls and young and young women who have taken an interest in technology, while boosting Black Girls Code's mission to teach coding and tech skills to a million young women by 2040. This includes direct financial support, as well as investments in volunteer time and resources to support educational efforts like mentoring and workshops with efforts focused on chapters in Dallas, Houston, Los Angeles, Newark, Delay, San Francisco, and Washington, D.C. Our industry is committed to expanding opportunities in our sector by working to grow talent and spark interest and excitement for STEAM careers, especially for those from un- under pre- underrepresented groups, said ESA President Stanley Pyrie Lewis in a press release. All right, so that's going on in the USA. All right, moving forward. Games Radar reports a well-known from software leaker has claimed several new details about Elder Elden Ring, including PvP combat, a character creation and class system, and more. Earlier this week, a story leaker Omnipotent took to a discussion on Present era under the previously leaked Elder Ring footage. Underneath the leaked video that they claim that the PvP online stuff is in. If this is true, it marks a return to the sort of online interaction we've seen in the past from software like Dark, so- Dark Souls Bloodborne instead of Sekiro's Shadow Die Twice. Strictly single player experience. Additionally, the leaguer also claimed to have knowledge of a class system featured in Elder Ring. Apparently, the upcoming From Software game will feature a class system not unlike Dark Souls, where you would pick one class to start out as a, as, out as is, but could branch out into different paths from depending on how you assign your level up points. Finally, the leaker commented on the aff- aforementioned leaker Elder Ring trailer that made its way online earlier this week. Omnipotent claimed that the trailer doesn't really showcase much of the game at all and leaves us out key features like a weather system, its vibrant color uh, palette, and more. Alright, and here's another leak. It's coming from GameSpot. Ant-Man is, as it appears, to be the next character in Fortnite. Leakers have shown a portal tease that strongly hints that uh, the size-shifting heroes will, hero will be coming soon, though Epic Games has yet to make the news official. So essentially, it's just like a screenshot of a forest from a, like an in a, a an ant perspective. So this kind of hints towards Ant Man. 
All right, now, last but not least, Ubisoft to share details on what to expect from the Division 2 in 2021. GameSpot reports. Plans include a new mode that will, according to the development team, be unlike anything we've seen in the series to date. But because Ubisoft only recently decided to continue development on a new content for the game at all. The candidates for release it the candidates for releases will be a little bit different. Ubisoft didn't share what the new mode is, but said it will be entirely new to the franchise. And that it's also working on a on new ways to how to help players character build fresh as they continue playing the game's existing content. The Season 5 content coming to the game soon will actually be a return of Season 1's content, allowing those who didn't get certain rewards to finally snag them. This is intended to keep players engaged while the development team, which now includes Ubisoft's Bercherest, alongside Ubisoft Massive, worked, works on a brand new content. So hopefully, this means that cross-progression will be finally made into a reality. Because I've played it on PC, I've played it on console. And I can tell you, it does need cross-progression before cross-play. Bef- way before cross-play. As I'm sure that there are a lot of a lot of people out there that have a variety of, of platforms. For myself, me, myself, I have PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo, and PC. So I have all five. I play it on PC, and I play it on console. And I tell you that you can't transfer over your progress, your character, and nothing of the sort between games. And that's exactly what it needs, way before crossplay. So we should be able to use our current stats, our current items, and our, and our current levels across platforms. So this shouldn't be, like, this feature should be there. And they recently just unveiled a next, or should I say, current gen patch for the new Xbox consoles as well as the PlayStation 5. All right, let's check Twitter and see if we have any last minute news updates or anything that we may have missed. <laughs> so apparently it looks like there's going to be a new trailer dropping tomorrow at 8 a.m. Pacific, so it's going to be 9, 10, around the 11 a.m. for It Takes Two game. Okay. Talked about the Switch. Now I'm seeing a lot more uh, reports on the Switch, uh, on the Bloomberg's article. That, I, that was reported literally maybe a week ago, less than a week ago. Let's Okay, that's nothing here. 
Let me make sure. No. Hmm, what's this? Let me look at this article. See if it's worth mentioning. <laughs> Let's see. Anything? Yeah, not seeing nothing at all. Yeah, looks like that's about it, folks. Let me look in this article. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. It's not worth mentioning, actually. Let me see. Yeah. We've actually talked about this plenty of times. This is just saying that um, technology will decrease in price as time goes on. And well, well, we're aware, well, we are well aware of that. And they're saying Xbox Game, Game Pass to TV via a streaming stick. We're well aware of that as well. So this article isn't worth mentioning at all. I thought it was something new. So that's essentially it. Okay. Now we're going to go on to Reader Mill. If you want to know how, send us Reader Mill. Here you go. We want to know your feedback, your thoughts, and even any questions you may have for us by sending us Reader Mill on our Discord server by leaving a voice note over at anchor.fm backslash the impact play. Even by sending us an email to readymail at mplane.com. Who knows, we may even be featured on a future episode, or even our special reading one segment of the show. So thank you guys so much for making the Impact Play a part of your day. If you should join our community server over on Discord, be sure to enter exclamation Discord in chat now. And guys, we are trying to unlock subscriptions over on Twitch, and we need your help. The channel, share the channel with your friends, your family, anyone who believe will benefit from the show. Leave us a review, even just a rating on your favorite platform. Have a great one. Until next time.